Records. I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch. Bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I'm going to say the same thing that I say every single week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you haven't already, please subscribe on anywhere where you listen to, whether it be like Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, the list goes on, all of those places. Um, and then also, please, please, please leave me leave me a review on iTunes podcast. Um because it means so much. And yep, let's get into this episode. So today my co-host is... It's Dawn. I'm back. I know you guys probably missed me, but I'm here because we, you know, we needed to catch up on some things and she needed my input. Yeah, I had to like beg her to be on. She did not. All right, well. I just wanted to strategically line up with a certain amount of events. And I'm right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good week for a lot of reasons. For the bullshit. Um, how's your day? My day was, uh, you know, okay. Clients trying me, but you know, what else is new? The, it sounds like the usual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm like, this episode might not be that long. I'm just letting y'all know in advance. It's pretty late. We're uh, tired. Yeah. But it's just tired. been a very busy week and we need to... We're going to start off with what? It's just so much. Um, I don't, it's, it is a lot, but I have like a little write-up. So, um, let's just get into this Nicki Minaj shit. Like, let's Absolutely. just. Absolutely, which one? Let's which get part? into it. Let's, let's. The album release first. Okay. No, let's start from, because we already talked about the album release and the song. But, but did you talk about the the did you talk about beats one radio that's where we should start yeah that's what i'm talking about so well no we have to talk about there's three episodes of beats one radio so which one are we getting into today i feel like we should just get in today because i don't think the other two were memorable like as memorable (laughs) okay i I didn't really listen to the other two but i feel like this one is the one so everyone knows the vmas was on monday night right a lot of shadiness happening at the VMAs. And it was a lot of um, bad outfits. Like, wh- have we given up? Is it like, It was a shit show, is honestly. It? And then also, I feel like I should have had an invite. Like, to me, there are a whole bunch of people there that were like... That didn't matter or yeah, didn't do like, anything? Yeah, why is Dream Doll at the VMAs? I mean, oh. she, she speaks to the next generation. Like, why is like... I want to know why why Rita Ora still gets invited places and still looks ridiculous. I think Rita Ora is big overseas. No, she's not. What's the songs? Find Google them. Find it. Find the song. Please just find one song that Rita Ora came out with. I know she has a new song. (laughs) In the last two months. Let me see. She she has. Like I'm really exhausted. Point point being, I'm exhausted with them inviting people who really aren't doing anything musically and they're just there because they look good or they, they're they technically considered an influencer at this point. So and I, then they don't wear anything that is like 
Like, Nicki Minaj looked the hell ridiculous. I don't care what anybody she says. She looks... Amber Rose, you're too Amber old Rose and too to grown. Home. You looked ridiculous. Who, SZA, I love her to death. She looked ridiculous. I love SZA's name, though. I didn't know that SZA's real name was, like, Solana. You didn't Hopefully know her gonna, name was Solana? That is such a beautiful name. Oh, my God. All right, Lauren, catch up. I was like, I might have to take that. Okay. Well, either way, she needs to, you need to find her stylist. She, you know what it is? I feel like people like SZA, like, you kind of just, like, give them a pass. No. No, she looked good at the Grammys. No. No, I'm tired of giving people passes. You have to look good all the time. That's the whole purpose of this job that you asked for. Ashanti, hell ridiculous. Ashanti looked better than she looks for the most part. Ashanti, be, did you see what she, the last time when she had on this boxy-ass blazer dress? I just don't. Ashanti in a world, did way better. In a world of people being self-conscious about what it is that they wear now, right? And we have all this exposure to all these different things. We have exposure to good clothes that are cheap. We've got exposure to good clothes that are expensive. we got exposure to people who will just give you something just to wear for the night because you're going to an award show. Why are you still picking trash-ass outfits? Sometimes I think in my mind, like, maybe her stylist just doesn't have those type of connections. And, you know, maybe she can't afford, like, a Can't big... afford what? No, I'm not saying Ashanti doesn't have money. Ashanti has money. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is maybe in her mind, she's just like, I don't need to hire, like, a La Roach, you know, someone. But you don't need to. Common sense. Like, sense would tell you you looked. It just didn't work. I feel like Jennifer Lopez makes everybody look like poverty every award show. I know. She wears a dress and a gown every single time. Cool, but. I still, she still looks put together. She still looks like she's going somewhere. Always. I mean, I really liked her. I liked her hair and her makeup. I'm tired of seeing her in Versace, but I get the Versace moment because she had such an iconic Versace moment. Like, and they probably just are the, like, you have to stay the with 2000s, us. Um, for the MTV Awards. So I get like that kind of like nod Tiana to Taylor. Them. You know, she rode over. No, she's wearing the same thing she wore the last time. She rode over. <laughs> she rode over. You know, she just <laughs> got into this big fight with Jeremiah. She kicked him off his own tour. She was like, y'all going to get what y'all going to get. No. And I get androgyny is in, but she could have given us androgyny looks. Not this. I don't think people care to dress up for anything anymore. Like, that's what I'm getting. I feel like this whole generation has a, they don't care at all and they don't mind looking stupid. Like, and it's trickling over into the people that, you know, people are like, who who gives a shit? Yeah. I just, I miss when awards used to look, seem like something that you couldn't get close to. And I feel like, absolutely. And I feel like now it's like, it looked like, I missed when I felt like a celebrity wasn't accessible. Exactly. And I feel like these days it's just like, I, you know, I'm feeling like we got the same closets. I'm feeling like we're like, absolutely. It's just like there's no, it's no fantasy. Yeah, like nope, you know. And I'm, I'm too in tune with everything. The only person we still think is like mystical is Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But it's like, what's the point of being a celebrity when you don't have that fantasy aspect? And it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, you're not constantly trying to change your appearance or change right. your like how people look at you. I, I agree. Dej Loaf, you know, a whole Haitian pillow. You know. Okay. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> the satin pillows that my friends be having their little baby pictures on, that's mm-hmm. what she looked like. Gucci Mane's teeth was honestly brighter than a motherfucker. <laughs> like, 
Cardi B looks very pretty to me. Cardi B gave us looks. She gave us three looks. Yeah, she did. Three dresses with this pixie cut. I loved her hair. I just, yeah, I, I want, I would, I mean, it's not like they're going to freaking hear me, but I want them to put more effort into what they're wearing. And I, I stop inviting black China places. She's embarrassing us. <laughs> because you have to understand when you are the type of girl that gets your body done and you're not keeping up with your massages after and stuff and all the other maintenance that comes with it. She has like that fibrosis shit on her stomach and it looks lumpy and bumpy. And you know, we know that we all see it. I don't think she cares. And that's a problem. That's a problem. It doesn't look good. At least if you're going to get the work done, well, maybe she maintain thinks, the shit maybe, after. Or maybe that's the best that she could like that she could do for herself. So wear something that's not a two piece. They don't give a fuck. That's sad. You know, hoe is life. So you could look hoey in something where your stomach is covered. You can, you definitely can. But I feel like in Black China's eyes, like either I'm gonna be covered or I'm not gonna be covered. Uh, and you gonna see this? I I just want them to write her off completely. She doesn't need to get invited to this anymore. She's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, Black China's pretty irrelevant. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's like all of these C list celebrities, mm-hmm. like. Do you remember when, like, Sarah Michelle Geller? What am I saying? Geller, yep, you're saying it right. Geller and what was her man at the time? You remember they were, like, that big white couple? Mm, the one with the dark hair. Mm-hmm. You remember, like, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears? Or, like, okay, well, they were, Kim, they were ridiculous. Lil' Kim and, like, Lil' Kim had so many iconic moments at the uh, MTV did. Awards. Or, like, she... Missy Elliott, like... Yo, well, we'll never have another Missy or another Kim. People used to really come out and fuck it up. Like, I saw a clip of um after after Lil' Kim got out of jail, she came out in a um a jail jumpsuit at the awards yeah. and then, like, bust out into a bomb-ass oh, outfit. You didn't watch it long. Like, no, I seen it, but I just had, I didn't remember it until yep. I saw it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, those are, like, that's why you watch that award if show. you put thought and effort into it and it's like you got all this money you got all this time i feel like out of everybody Nicki minaj does put the most effort into making a scene and i don't mind that but you still came through looking like she you did like not care a beach cover-up it literally yeah. looked like she was going to the beach she like she was going to that would have been a cute beach outfit like honestly a little extra but it's Nicki minaj she could be extra um I think the body's getting out of control. Um, you know, a lot I, of these bodies are getting out of control. I support enhancements. Like and a I lot do, of people, but no, Jesus but a lot of these Christ. girls, and I feel like no one take this personal. If it sounds like you, a lot of these girls have body dysmorphia, and mm. what happens is they get the work done, and then they're always like, "Oh, well, this could be bigger. This could be tighter. This could be the like." It's just like they keep and instead picking at of themselves. working out or like just aiming to be a healthier version of yourself, and just. I'm all for getting shit done. Like, get it done, but you have to maintain it. You have to have the money to maintain it after. You have to have the willpower to say, I'm not going to eat this and not exercise and to maintain it. Yeah, you really got to go to the gym. I feel like, you know, when you see those girls who get their body done and then even the girls who get, like, the ab etching or whatever mm-hmm. and they go to the gym, like, that should be looking really good. It does, absolutely. But And then another thing I think they need to start offering is like psychiatrists or therapists to these girls who get this work done. That's a fact. It's just the same thing as when, you know, people go through sex changes. It's a different appearance. And sometimes these girls can't handle this different appearance and their mind is playing tricks on them and they see a bigger person when it's like 
you're not big, you're just different now. Right, and they just and keep they, on doing more mm-hmm. and more Like, and oh, more. my legs could be skinnier, my butt could yeah, be Yeah, because I think to myself, like, who really wants to walk around like that? Like, like an ant? Yeah, looking like dead the fuck crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen really nice bodies, but I've seen more crazy looking bodies than nice Absolutely. bodies. And especially these super young girls that are like my sister's age, my sister's 19, that starting at 19 and 20 years old getting their bodies done. It's just like, where's your... Where's your guidance? Who's guiding you? And why is it that you think that your body's not going to change? Remember I showed you a picture of me when I was 19? My body's completely different now. Right. Like, I've gained 40 pounds. You know what it is? No one has that patience. I feel like like nowadays we really do lack patience. Like, when you know that you can get things, like, someone can get something done in a month, it's just like, you kind of think about it like, okay, when I started working out I've been working out since I was like 16 but I wasn't I didn't get into like weights and stuff literally until last year Mm -hmm. but I was always on this get skinny quick diet I was always trying to lose 10 pounds and a month type of diet like not really and you know always going on these drastic like not eating this and not eating that and like all of this crazy shit it's because our generation with the microwave yeah, but the children. It's like I really did learn that like having a nice body, especially if you go to the gym, like if like it's literally like like if you build your own body in the gym, that shit takes years. Yep. And it takes time and it, and it takes, takes you always doing it. Consistency you can't just drop off. and patience and like cuz I never like even things like abs. I'm like I used to tell myself like you're never gonna have abs and it's just like now I look in the mirror and I'm like oh shit like I I see the abs coming out and it's just like it's just so funny how like you want this quick fix but I've been working out since December and I've only lost from December until now I've only managed to lose like 10 pounds yep I've only how much have I I've only I lost eight pounds and gained back three pounds in muscle muscle, yeah so it's just like I wish that I was doing my homework back when, because I've been working out since forever. I mean, it wasn't as consistent as it is now, but I wish I did the homework and really was like, all right, I'm not going to be eating, you know, fucking carrots all day. Like, Yeah, like stuff that we thought was healthy our whole lives is actually full of shit that was going to make us big anyway. Right. And people go vegan and they think, oh my God, I'm going to be vegan and skinny. You know, you could go vegan the wrong way and just do too much freaking carbs and sugars and then still be as big as you were when you was eating meat. All facts. And like, you know what's so crazy? I eat way more now than I've ever eaten in my life. And I just, every day I'm like, I cannot believe that I spent all of those years doing all this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. When all I had to do is be consistent with the gym, having consistent diet, but nothing crazy. Like if you're not eating dinner or like just skipping mad shit or like just, just doing yeah or just like just all this weird shit that people think that they have to do to L- get a nice uh, body diet. Yeah, you don't have to do none of that. Mm-hmm. Literally, you don't. And that's like it's really really crazy. So. I, I definitely think we like we like patience, especially you know you can get your lips done. You can get, you don't even have to get a nose job anymore. You just one two two two. Wow. <laughs> mhm. But um, I thought it was funny that MTV gave Nicki Minaj the the first award of the show. I think it was for best uh, hip hop music videos mm-hmm. for Chun Li. Yep. 
To me, that was just like, all right, sis, leave us the fuck alone for the rest of the night. But we love you. You know, <laughs> we're going to give you this, blah, blah, blah. Um, Cardi won an award, and basically her the end of her speech was like, you know, I just want to thank everyone for the genuine love. That can't be brought, bitch. And I was like, we're getting really messy at this show. Like, you know, that was definitely a jab at Nikki. I feel like Nikki is just making all the young kids hate her on purpose. I don't know if I'm here for it or not. Maybe there's a strategy behind it. You know, since I am a mini Barb, and the reason why I call myself... I'm a vintage Barb. I'm a Barb from, like, warning. Yeah, so I just got into Nicki Minaj, literally. I'm going to say probably, like, looking ass nigga. Like, I'm new. I'm new to this. (laughs) And I... It's like... You know, I get the things that she's talking about. Like, even with the Travis Scott situation. So, Oh, it's 100% valid. Okay, so we're getting into okay, that Okay, so let's get into that. So basically, when she was, like, tweeting it out, it wasn't making any sense. But on her radio show, she went more into it. And I also Googled it myself because I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on in the music industry? This shit is weird. But basically, Travis Scott's record company pre-ordered 250 versions of his album, whether it be e-version or whatever. And they bundled it up with T-shirts mm-hmm. and concert passes. Mind you, he don't even have a tour coming out yet. Like, the ticket's not even on sale. I think the ticket's going to sell, like, sometime this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so they bundled it up with, like, merch. Now, if you know Travis Scott, you know his tour merch is pretty dope. Or his, like, all his merch is pretty dope. So, you know it's nothing for him to sell 250,000 T-shirts, someone with his platform. So, you bundle that with the album, and it was mostly digital albums. So, that's what she was pissed about. But then, well, she's not, I don't think that she's not pissed about the fact that it's digital albums. Because you, Nicki came in at a time where... LimeWire and all that stuff was so popular. And the only way artists were getting notoriety for their purchases or for their album sales was through physical album sales. But that whole streaming situation happened. That happened when I was in high school or like about to be in college. And streaming became such a big thing. So then they were like, hold up, we have to just count this at this point. Yeah, this that, is Nicki all, Minaj has yeah, taken them to court this for that. Is how, yeah, this is how people listen to music now. We have to get with the future. We can incorporate both and both. So it's not about the fact of it being digital. It's just the fact of it's a brilliant marketing strategy. Yes, from the out, Like on the outside looking in, yes, it is very smart marketing strategy. But is it fair to someone who is literally only just selling her album who is not bundling this up with anything. Like, there needs to be certain stipulations. St- so, she started bundling it up midweek. Mm-hmm. So, like, mid last week, that's when she got, that's when she was like, oh shit, we need to bundle this up. So, like, for the first few days, mm-hmm. she didn't have that type of advantage that he had. And then also, Kylie Jenner had mm-hmm. tweeted, or I guess put up yeah, an Instagram she basically post basically it. saying, like, shop his site. You know, if she got the young girls. Absolutely. Like, and the young Kanye wannabes. Because they're the next Kanye and Kim, unfortunately. Exactly. And it's almost as if it's a carbon copy situation. Like, it's almost like they, they're like, all right, 
we knew that this formula worked for this generation. Mm -hmm. Now let's get the next generation on lock with the same formula and make sure we keep the same amount of sales, keep the shit all in the family, make sure everybody's making money. I'm pretty sure she's giving her guidance on that. Yeah, because it's it's literally the same things we went through with after Kanye dumped Amber and got with Kim and his shit was just like oh shit this is the best shit since sliced bread look at them he's dressing her this is so cute he threw out her closet like it's just the same no, thing first, all over again. It seemed again. really cool, but then it just got <clears throat> weird. Cause I was like, I wouldn't mind Kanye giving me a new closet, but when she couldn't wear color and all this other weird shit, I was Kim like, Kim no. was a DVF wearing. Wet espadrille toting, oversized, colorful Birkin, beach wave wearing ass bitch. And I loved it with her big, it was cute, obnoxious white girl shades and her big hoop earrings. She was a little ghetto. Yes. <laughs> she was like white girl ghetto. And now look at her. But okay, back to these people. So yeah, I feel, I feel bad for Nikki. And I feel like I, like as a, the only female rapper that has been able to do what she's done. She should be able to voice how she wants, how, how, however she feels in regards to the situation without people feeling like they got to tell her, like, to show. Do I think she's on drugs? Yes. Absolutely. Do I think she pops a couple Sis pills? Definitely sure. Pills. But that doesn't mean that she's wrong. <laughs> I don't think she's wrong. I just, like, I know for me, when she had went on that rant, I was just like, I hear all of these points, like, these points. I don't know too much about the music industry, but they make sense. Like, I get it. Like, I, after I did my research, we were on the same page. But, you know, when you do so many other antics, it's just like, you, you know, it's like Azealia Banks. Now, I'm not saying, like, Azealia mm. Banks is way more crazy. Now, mm -hmm. I don't want to call these women crazy, but Azealia Banks is, okay, her crunk meter Run it over. Her crunk meter is parallel it, to it, that of Nicki Minaj. It runneth over. But Nicki Minaj is more respected because of course, she's, like she's Nicki. she doesn't like she'll say it, but she won't. She's not like Azalea say it. No, no, no. But I just feel like sometimes just the way she, you know, I don't want to say it's the way she goes about things, right? Because people should be able to handle things. The, the I don't way think they it's how she goes it. about things. I think it's the fact that she is a money machine she's and men woman. are in and she's a black woman they don't want to hear from and us. men are so intimidated by the fact that this black woman has all this power and all this say so and all this this gusto mm -hmm. and it's just it's just like whoa what are you doing because this is the this is the what other female rapper you know is is has has behaved this way little kim to an extent but little kim was never like she's never had to do this much and mm -hmm. i don't know if it's because she had more of a, I don't know, maybe more of a backing with her things. Like, she's never really had to, okay, okay I, maybe this is the reason why. She's never had to fight as much as Nikki had to because Nikki wasn't the first to do it. Kim was the first to do it. So right. nobody was contesting it. Nikki's now, you know, the new person. So people are always going to compare her to Kim and say, oh, well, Kim did this. Why are you doing it this way? But then also, there wasn't social media around too. when Kim was out. Like, to me, social, Kim was still a mystery. social media just plays a big part in, like, and in, in everything. And then, you know, I always say, like, texting someone and having a conversation with them are two totally different things. Absolutely. So... You know, Nikki was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm sitting around pissed, but, like, I'm joking, ha, 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 you know. 
I'm not mad and all this other shit. Of course, people are going to be like, nah, bitch, you mad. We could, you know, people are going to read things how they want to read it. And, and they're always... But she is a, mad. Anytime it's a okay. black woman speaks up, we're angry, right? Anytime we feel indifferent about something or we... Mm-hmm. We but not with just, the shits, at what, we're angry. At what point is Donald Trump considered angry because he's always voicing his opinion and how he feels and how he hates things and dislikes this. And at what point is he considered angry? Never. He's a white man. Okay. At what point point is Kanye considered angry? Because Kanye didn't had plenty of these moments. And niggas still support him. And still fucking It just kills me that I'm like, people are still buying his shit. Like I'm like, you know, I have a very close friend. I'm not going to call him out. I'm not. But every time I see him in, like, the sneakers or his fucking Calabasas socks, I'm like, are you really supporting this motherfucker? Because you have to understand people still don't see what the problem is because like, they're I'm, not they're not in tune with what the problem you is. You got to separate the celebrity from the product. No, I don't think that Calabas- that's it. Calabasas, these nuts. I no, think, that's what people be saying. No, I think it's just that people people claim that they, excuse me, identify with the black man's issue or the black woman's issue, but they really don't. You could be a black woman or a black man and still not really truly understand or respect what it is that's going on around you. That's true. Especially when you live in the northern states. Like, you don't see as much shit as people do down south. Right. Like, all right, but back on this Nikki shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nikki did the Beast One radio today. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she's giving away a bunch of awards. Yep, it was a Cocksucker Award, or was it the Whole or Ho Ass Nigga Award? The Whole Ass Nigga Award went to Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. And for the reason of, she was like, the nigga was selling product, not albums, mm-hmm. but they counted it how they counted it. Um,. And then, but in my mind, I'm like, no, y'all know Kylie went and brought 20,000 uh, copies of his album. Like, y'all know she did. And gave think, it out and gave Kylie, it out yeah. and gave it out to fans. You think Kylie not gonna sit up here and like be like, no, nah, nigga? Like, <laughs> I would hope <laughs> they not. They probably do be calling Nate, you know. You think they say but, the N word? Probably. They probably like that shit. Like, it's like a. Kanye look like he weird. Like Kanye oh, looked like they, he was like, yeah, Kim. But they said that he's into like anal shit and, and all that stuff. I, Kanye looked like the type to be like, Can you call me a nigga in bed, Kim? Like, please. Oh my god, like, stop please. getting excited. And it makes Kim feel so uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure Kim be like, babe, like I don't want like I all right, nigga. Like I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm like come on, bro. Like I'm pretty Kanye That's, into some freaky shit. I could tell. No, that's like, not I could okay. Tell. Like but I also shit. don't, I just don't think that, I think that going forward, Nikki is going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And Nikki's going to try to like blackball her, even though they, I don't think they can. No, no, no. I don't think anybody's going to try Nikki to do that. Nikki is a legend. I think they're probably just going to not support her. her. They're not going to give her like, you know, how she was saying like Spotify didn't give her the backing that they gave Drake. And so, yeah, I feel like all of these streaming companies are gonna kind of like band together for her next album or whatever she releases. And like, you think I know Apple Music is still gonna support Apple's her? Apple's gonna fuck Apple's, with her because she and has Apple's the, still the biggest streamer at this point. 
Yeah, but you still need Spotify. You do still you need-, need Spotify? Beyonce said. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, well, so I, I made, put my shit on Spotify. So I right made here. this point on Instagram when I was like, I just wish, like, Nikki's such a legend that I wish she had the same attitude that Beyonce has where it's like, I don't care about sales. I don't care about your platform. I don't care mm-hmm. about that shit. But someone was like, they still think that Nikki needs to work towards that. Like, Nikki and hasn't Nikki's- put in what Beyonce has put in. No, no, no. She hasn't. And she knows she hasn't. And I think that's probably one of the only people she compares her work ethic to. Of course. Per, on a personal Because she was like, it's only two other women getting more money and they're singers. Mm-hmm. Or she was like, and they're not rappers or something like that. And you know she's talking about like Beyonce and... Oprah. Yeah. Her Ari- <laughs> you know, Ariana Grande is up there. No, I don't think Ariana is getting... Ariana is getting this oh, money. Yeah, she Do is. You want, let me pull up her net worth. Give me no, two seconds. Because it's not mine. And no, so, it's you okay. know, it's Ariana fine. You don't have to embarrass me. Series. <laughs> Hold on. Ariana Grande. I'm so over that nigga. She walking around. Why? I love him. That I love him. Hair is she is gone. worth $45 million. Woo! This bitch is five years old. Ain't got no tears left to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up, packing up. It's easy for her not to cry shit. I don't think so. I think that she... What's it? What's it? What Big Sean said about her? How she was like obsessed with marriage? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm obsessed with marriage. I've, I've achieved everything else. What is left? I went to get married and have kids. I got all the money in the world. He was what just you mad that he was dating someone that was like, what was? What is Big Sean like in his thirties? And mm-hmm. what is Ariana Grande just turned twenty five? Mm-hmm. He mad that he was dating a young girl. And she was like, ring, ring. Like he thought he was gonna have fun, and she was like, excuse me, not here for nothing, nigga. Give me that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, not gonna play with you. Absolutely. Right. No, no, you don't want to do it. Bye. <laughs> like straight like that. Mm-mm. And Ariana is such a like. I feel like she's such a positive influence for young girls. I know. Cause she came from. She's a Disney kid, or was a Nickelodeon? No, it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. She's not Disney. Well, she's had that red hair. Oh my god, that the ugly red hair. I'm sorry, it was so ugly. It was ugly. But she's, she's so gorgeous. But she came she's from like, that and made such a beautiful career for herself. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj sees her as her equal. So I guess you know, <laughs> you know what it is. I'm just like Nicki running fuck? out of friends. So she got That's what friends. it is. So she like <laughs> she got she like, she like <laughs> come on over you here. You cute and you like little. who gonna beef with Ariana Grande? Nobody, like, come on, bro. Niggas don't. Arguing with Ariana, it's like beefing with Celine. And is it just me or did Nicki Minaj's voice change? It does every minute. Like her speaking voice is like it's like doing something like this. Like it's like it's almost like the voice that she had on at the beginning of Kanye's beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like that's her permanent voice now. I feel like Nicki can literally have ten different conversations with herself in ten different accents. Absolutely. Even on Beats One, she had a British accent one second. When she, she started purring, I just be like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> I cannot take this. Shit. That's like I like it, but after you, you can only give me so many purrs. Like at some purrs point, like, and um, what's the other shit she does? The scream. Like chill. Yeah. Like all no, that she shit. really yells. Like she screams now. She does this shit. Ah! And that's why people look. You know what it is. And that's why when she be making all these points, people be side on her because she'll end it with a a purr or like yeah, ah! yeah, like some crazy like, shit. And you like, like what's she called it from the wild thornberries? You just, like she's oh. acting wild and scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's acting like. Uh, wild thornberries used to be my shit. Um, but I, you know. I just. What more for her? Yeah. 
I want Nikki. And I want people I to want, respect her. I feel like I maybe want, after the tour. I want people to respect her. Mm-hmm. I think people do respect her. No. They don't. They still look at her as this girl from Queens that took pictures for men's magazines with magazines with her legs spread open. Like, and that's she was talking about that too. And she was like, you know, anything that was ever hypersexualized, any um, photo shoots that I did were because of Fendi. Like the dude that she's Oh, yeah. With. She was like, and when she was, was on the DVD. But, yeah, back in the like, day, my father was like, You're not listening to this girl. What are you doing? Like, he would literally be like, You can't listen to her. Of course, I sneak and listen to her. I didn't give a shit. Right. But it was, it's something that people always see her as. And I'm pretty sure that's why she struggled to gain people's respect because they're always going to look at her as this hypersexualized woman when there's nothing wrong with it. That's the image that you're putting out. You're a rapper. It's only but so many things. But then think about Cardi. I really just think she's not the people's champ right now. Like, I really think it's all about... I think that's a lot. I think she is. No, but because Cardi is the people's champ. Cardi is Drake is the people's champ. Drake is not the people's champ right now. Drake is the people... Bro. Drake is not the people's champ right now. Drake? Maybe not right now, but what I'm saying... In Drake's, in people's eyes, like the consumer's eyes, Drake cannot do any wrong. Oh, no. Well, yeah. He's gonna That's what I mean that. by like the people's champ. Okay. But like Cardi has think won Cardi's our hearts over. Champ. No, I think she people, is. I think people, it's not that she's one of, people pity that girl. And I'm tired of people confusing. The people's champ. I'm tired of people confusing pity for respect. It's not, they don't respect her. They pity the fact that she's a little illiterate. They pity the fact that she. Come on now. She's, she's, and I love her, but at the end of the day, she's still a girl from the hood that is put in a position now. You got money, you got all this stuff. Why don't you want better for yourself? She still speaks as if she's still in the hood. You are in a beautiful house in Atlanta right now. But they said, no, don't stay true to yourself. But look who she's around. Don't stay true to yourself. Want better for yourself. Her husband is, take take off? Offset. Her husband, (laughs) her, my nigga, you, you, what? What you think conversations between you and Cardi B and I be also? How you think them conversations go? Okay, but she has other people around her that are not her man. So at the end of the day, if you're Tennessee, Carolina, and you like, come on, my nigga, we got. And you're a mother. You should want more for yourself. Girl, she gonna get that baby a tutor. But what's crazy? That baby gonna be good. If you put her up up for Nicki, okay, Cardi B style off the chain. Nicki Minaj needs a new stylist. Cool, we understand that. Wigs be laid, Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry, you gotta let Kim Kimball go. I'm not taking it back. Um, what else we got? When we got uh overall performance, Nicki Minaj. What what the hell, Cardi gonna do? Cardi's performance is cute, I but it's not. I ain't gonna lie. When Cardi came out with that belly on Coachella and was doing the moves, my nigga. That poor unforgettable. baby. Unforgettable. <laughs> 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 I ain't never seen no pregnant woman twerk like that. Like, well, like I said, like I just feel like, A, I'm tired of people comparing them to because it's exhausting at this it's point. It's no comparison. But I don't feel like Cardi is the people's champ right she now. She is the people's champ. Beyonce she's, she's is the, the people's, people's champ. champ. Well, Beyonce, Beyonce is Beyonce like is the, the people's, people's like heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we carry her right here. I'm talking about right now, Cardi B can do no wrong in people's eyes. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait till she do wrong. And that's the thing about it. She can't do no wrong till she do wrong. Because people thought Nikki could never do no wrong until she until to them she did wrong. I don't think anyone ever seen saw it really coming. But Nikki only, you know what it is? When she let a nigga go. And when she let an ain't shit nigga go, that's when all of this shit started happening. And she never Nas spoke about it. And we were just talking about, I'm talking about Safari. That's when it all uh-huh. started tumbling. 
Seriously, because they looked at her as this big ass bully. Little did we know this nigga was over here paying for pussy. But this is what I'm saying. Okay. And we're talking about we want these celebrities to be mysterious. We want them to have a certain level of, you know, ooh, a certain je ne sais quoi. She was trying to keep hers. And this nigga over here telling people that she broke his heart. So we sided with him because well, he seemed I saw like your shit. He seemed don't mean you like ain't break dude, my heart when you dump he me. He seemed like, like the dude that <laughs> rode with her for forever, and she just let him go when he got on top, and that wasn't even the case. Now we all look stupid, and ain't nobody saying that they look stupid because I definitely believe Safari. I was like, oh, Nikki seems ruthless. That's definitely she probably definitely kicked his ass to the curb, and that wasn't even the case. The nigga wasn't shit, wasn't doing shit. But I'm pretty listen. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Nicki Minaj also. Yeah, I just. You've been with someone for 10 years. You know how much shit goes on in that situation? Ask no people that have been together for 20 years. That first 10 years is just a test. That first 10 years is a strong test. And I'm pretty sure if he wasn't doing the shit that he was doing, or she would... I'm pretty sure it's both sides. I'm not going to... All right, let me... Don't... Niggas that's listening, don't think that I'm one side in this, because I'm not. But at the end of the day, this is a a person who tried to keep her personal life personal and we didn't respect it. But then also, and we bashed her for it. But let's not forget when Nicki Minaj kissed Nas on the lip in that music video with Chris Brown or some music video. She did a lot of things Post? while she... Yeah. No, no, no. Pre. Oh. When they were still together, she did a lot of shit that was just like that. But she she said they were together, but they weren't. She did a lot of shit that she didn't do with Meek either. Because when Mm -hmm. she was with Meek, she was not dancing on no niggas. She wasn't doing all that shit that she was doing with Safari. He probably never actually disrespected her until the end. Yeah. He probably had a different like. I'm pretty sure like somebody like that and somebody like that. There was a certain level of you know not to fuck with me and I don't not to fuck with you and that's what we gonna leave it as. Cause there's certain niggas that know, I, and even I've dated certain certain niggas know what shit to do with me and what shit not to do with me. And you're gonna know that from the beginning. And if you do said shit, then I'm gonna do something else. Right. And that's probably the understanding that they had. I mean, first thing I'm doing I just, with Meek Mill they, is I just hope that they get back on together. Them actually, actually, being wearing. I, I don't do see want her them with to get anybody back else. Truth be told. Who you see her with? I, you know. I mean, I like her and me. Unless she pulls a Rihanna on us and ends up with some Saudi Arabian billionaire. Oh, I mean, she will have that man on the leash. That's the last <laughs> thing we need with Nicki Minaj and a nigga with, on with, the... with somebody else's money on the Listen, leash. like, especially after that video that she posted with them Chanel bag, I was so confused. She was like, "Y'all be thinking I stressed out when I'm just I'm really laying back getting my pussy." Out. I was like, "All right, sis." What? <laughs> like, nigga, that was on Beats one. Yeah, she said that. She's like, "I think I'm stressed I out when I'm keep, really like, laid I back." I didn't get to listen to it live. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm meeting no, more later. Let me scroll she, through. Listen. I had to listen to it on, on YouTube, but she was definitely, you know, I'm glad they gave her a platform to express herself. I like the beats. We've been I like in. the Queen Radio. Yeah. I actually think it's pretty good. I hope it's something that, like, I hope she, it's something that's consistent and that other people can go, other women can go on, like, when they're. I want to hear this event. I don't. Why? It's going to be a, like a long poem. <laughs> Lauren just said poem for the people who couldn't hear. She's just so country that she like, they say poem. You know, I just yeah. Is I love no no no. I would want to hear her. I want to hear um. I would love to hear what the fuck Beyonce got to say. Like when she really want to say shit. Nah, I, I don't think I can handle it. I want to hear what. Um, you don't think you can handle it? I don't think I can handle. It. I want to hear what uh, what's her face got to say. What's the white woman who? Ugh. Bad romance. 
Lady Gaga? Yes. I want to hear what Gaga has to say. Gaga got a lot of shit to say. That's Aries. She got a ton of shit to say. I'm ready. You think so? Gaga be with the shits. That's why everybody fuck with her. <laughs> don't nobody hate Lady Gaga. Think about it. No, I don't think anyone hates Lady Gaga. Exactly. It was, but she's not with the shits. And I know she would be a really good radio to watch. Maybe or listen so. to. Who would I want? I don't know. They're not... Lady Gaga, I definitely want to YG. Get that nigga a platform. <laughs> I don't want YG to have anything. I don't want him to have a thing. I would want to hear Lauren Hill. I would want her no, to come out. And I don't need that. I need her I to come need out that. and tell us what really it's happened. It's going to be late. And why it's going to be all beat. No, I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't well, yeah, it's been a busy week for her. I hope that, you know, this tour is really going to be it. It's futures on it. And let's just hope him and all his baby mamas can keep it together long enough to get through the tour. Well, he finally went, um, today, actually, he put a video up on Instagram of him and the Britney talking about this, my queen. I'm sorry. I love you. I was like, why don't you just marry her? I wouldn't want to marry that nigga after as many times as he done she left her for another, another bitch and came back. She, it's like he go on vacation. Like, he just be like, hold on, I'll be right there. Like, it's like he kind of, like, tries to, like, stop time with her. And then he, I don't think, I really He do, gets bored. She be getting caught by surprise. He's Haitian. That's it. Really? Nadavius? I think it's the name. If I meet a nigga and his name is Nadavius, <laughs> no. you ain't shit. No. Nadavius? <laughs> What's the rest of his name? Remember, I pulled up the whole it's thing. It's something crazy. Oh, Demon. Demon. His middle name yeah, is Demon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Davius Demon. Context clues. Like, come on, bro. Nadavius? Can't I'm even spell that sure shit. Nadavius right. Demon Wilbur. Wilbur sound like it ain't shit. <laughs> will burn. <laughs> you. But Nadavius <laughs> Demon will burn. Oh, God. Yeah. I yes. <laughs> Yeah, nah. There's an Adavius demon that will burn. <laughs> Ain't shit. Fuck out of here. All right. Let's get on to, oh, Madonna's fucking bum-ass tribute to Aretha Franklin. Oh. First of all, why couldn't- Madonna M- likes to make everything about herself, and I'm tired of everybody acting like this is something new. But my thing is, why couldn't MTV get a proper tribute? For together I, for Aretha Franklin. I think that Madonna thought that she was really doing something because she's so self-centered. And then what the fuck is this look? But she's a I didn't see Where it. Where you come from? I didn't see it. But she's a but you have to understand Madonna is a diva in her own right. So you can't have one diva to pay a tribute to another diva. And even it's not she, really like even if the diva died? I feel like I don't know. Maybe that was like a rough draft or no, she, she forgot her sh- speech at home. I just got to pull up this Madonna look just so you could see. Like, you can be like, what? Like, Madonna, Madonna like is she, stressful. It's like, sis, Madonna is what book did you open up and pull this out of and tell your stylist? Well, y'all know Madonna's a witch. Oh, from Morocco. Oh, okay. So she studied witchcraft in Morocco. She studied some because it's like, sis. These horns. What's this? That's cultural appropriation. She appropriating the fuck out of a tribe. That's what that is. I just feel like that is cultural appropriation. They could have got someone else who actually really appreciated Aretha Franklin. 
So I'm like, y'all could have, you're MTV. You could have flown somebody in. Beyonce could have did it on a on a a, a, a thing. She could have gave y'all a whole two minutes something with special effects, cut twos, fade outs, background Call music. What's Diana Ross doing? And I'm sure they knew each other on a more personal. Call Shaka. Shaka's still alive. You, you know, Shaka been fucking up. Shaka Khan? Shaka. Shaka Khan. She's been, been fucking up. Like, she you know, she still up. struggles with drugs. So she's been messing up. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Can they call Patty? We can always call Patty. And they could have called, called Aretha. I mean, Aretha. Damn. They could have called uh, Anita. Anita. That's what I meant to say. Anita. Anita would have given the, us I a nice... I feel like they would have all came in. Yeah. That would have been so nice. I like, we... this is our friend. B-E-T- what about Tina? Yeah. Tina definitely knew her. Yes. I'm sure they got pictures together. That would have been a good one. You know. But we, we're, we're thinking, we are thinking for the white people. And the white people are who put these shows together. Because let it have been a black person um, doing a tribute to... Wait till BET Awards. Yes, BET's going to do it. And they'll do it right. They'll have New Edition come out. They're going to have Ledesi. 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 Okay. <laughs> Jill Scott. <laughs> She's always yes. on call. They will get... Uh, what's her face? Uh... Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the jiggle you oh just did? Oh my God! What? Uh, free yourself, Fantasia. Oh <laughs> yes, gotta take it to church. Uh, Fantasia, Jamie Fox. I feel like it'll be a good show. Oh, we could leave Jamie. But stop at having stop. Listen, stop leaving white people in charge of shit that black people is shit. black people shit. Straight up, because they don't know how to do it. That's a fact. And then always like, speaking of white. Sorry to cut to speaking mm-hmm. of white people shit and black people shit. So I received a video today. Was it from you? Yes, it was from you. Uh-huh. With the little girl, and she wore her hair in school to box oh, braids yeah, and a ponytail. Oh, yeah, one of my topics. And, and the school suspended her. Okay, and the school suspended her. And they expelled a, a boy with dreads last week, too, or suspended them. Here is my one and only cry for this particular issue. Why do people, white people feel like they can tell a black person how to wear their hair when they'll never know what it's like to have hair like ours. Right. They'll never know what it's like to have dry hair. They'll never know what it's like to not be able to detangle it. They will never understand the science behind black hair. So who gives them the okay in the DOE of whatever area you're in, whether or even just the head of a private school, charter school, whatever, who gives them the right to say how my child can wear their hair? This is what's healthy for their hair. And at the end of the day, if you want me to make my child's hair look like your child's hair, that's actually not healthy for them. Their hair is going to be breaking. Their hair is going to be damaged. They're going to be stressed out. It's always going to be something to have to do. It's adding more time to something else and taking away from study time, extracurriculars, all other kinds of stuff. This is what makes our lives easier. So Tech, like for me, I've never had to experience that. I went to a all black private school. Shout out to anybody that ever went to um, Bethlehem Baptist Academy, uh, transformed to Trey Whitfield School, because it's a lot of black kids in Brooklyn that went to that school who never knew what it felt like to be excluded because of color. We only had black kids in my school. Right. And I had that from nursery to eighth grade. And when I got to high school, it was my first encounter with white people, like on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it makes you more appreciative growing up in such a bubble like that because you feel like you belong you feel more accepted you don't feel like the last thing on your mind is is what you're wearing you got on a uniform your hair is get black everybody got kinky curly hair it's cool right and i feel like if we have more institutions like that that were more focused on 
taking care of our black babies and making sure they feel accepted and wanted and loved and and just brighter then the the world will be a better place but we've got these kids going to places where they got to wear material these expensive material items and they got to have their hair laid and and frontals and blue hair and shit but in you, order to feel normal but you know like the parents send their kids to these schools because they get better educations at these schools like I'm pretty sure there are... At what schools? White schools. Well, no, you can send your kid... Here's the thing. You could, you have to do research on the white school that you're sending your kid to. If these people are not inclusive to your child's everything... Right. Then you don't need to send your child there. That's just how it goes. And if parents were more involved on where their kids go to school, then they wouldn't have to go through this. I just think in their mind, they're just like the best, the best, the best, the best, the best. Like, they don't really take into account of like like rich black people always like you know they'll be like yeah you know i went to school and there was only four other white, black kids in my school because yeah, their but, parents wasn't putting them but my brother goes to school like that he has a friend that has an afro that's as big as like jesus's like in the in those afrocentric jesus sculptures like his he has a big jesus afro mm -hmm. he has another friend that has dreads it's an all white it's called grace church academy like it's nothing but white kids in here right and they don't care. They care about his grades. That's they care they about them care about. traveling. They care about them being social. That's what they care about. Give a shit. I can't tell you. White people don't even know how to do my hair. Right. And you're going to tell me that braids are unacceptable or dreadlocks are unacceptable. Oh, it's, like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a style that she wanted. It's not a style that she needed. Excuse me? People have said that. People need to understand. You know, you know what we need to get white people? We need to sit a, a, a black person down in their chair and give them a comb and a brush and say, do something with this. <laughs> Literally. That would be since, a really good experiment. Since you want to tell mm -hmm. us what we need to do with our look, with mm -hmm. our hair, you know, since you think uh, us wearing weaves is trying to mimic you and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Do this. And what's crazy is going to hair school, they don't teach you anything about ethnic hair. Not one thing. Not even how to detangle the shit properly. You have to learn that by doing our peers' hair. Mm -hmm. And the people, well, depending upon the area, most hair schools are not in, like, urban areas. They're in white areas, in New York at least. And the only people that come into a hair school to get their hair done is, like, an old Asian lady or, like, an old Italian woman. It's never somebody with hair like mine because... Nobody with hair like mine is putting their hair in the hands of some stranger that's charging $10 for a wash and blow dry. That's a fact. <laughs> it's crazy. We side on it. Yeah, no, you have to be careful. But we're taught so much about European hairstyling and European hair and how to do that, that they, ha they never had anybody to show. Or the only thing they did teach us about black hair was how to relax it. Of course. Because that's how you make it, quote unquote, manageable. Yep. It was awful. But I heard they're changing things now, so let's hope for the best. Hopefully. With that. But, you know, it was just really sad to see these little kids crying and yeah. basically being embarrassed mm -hmm. in front of. And some children get embarrassed very easily. Like, yeah, that's true. And you don't know how hard they're taking that and how that's going to affect them later on in life. Then they don't like themselves. They hate their hair. They hate their skin tones. They walk around mimicking white people because they think that's what's right. There's all this other shit that just, like, really, mm -hmm. like, fucks you up. And Nothing makes me more angry than a black man with a perm, and I've seen it quite often. Oh no, I so I went to an all white high school, and that was my first time. Like before that, I had been to like schools with either mixed kids or just all black kids. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, you know, it's always like two black kids that like come to school every day with their hair wet and like just, you know, that emo. Yeah, they're just, uh, yeah, we were in high school during emo. They're just battling themselves and it's just like you're black. Like or like what's that thing where you like straighten it and you wear it? like they don't do nothing with it, but they just straighten it and then it's just out. Oh, so weird. It's a scene haircut. That's what they call it. Scene. Yeah. And it's like those spiky layers. And it's like. I remember it was this mixed girl. She swore she wasn't black. And I was like, sis, it's cool. Like, it's not that bad. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you black, sis. They make it seem like Don't let these white people, like, you know. Oh, it was. Listen, man. I just. Speaking of white people, let's talk about this. The man who was in the airport who had got. Uh, who was like the police were holding him down and he's like you're treating me like a fucking black person you didn't see that video no I did not you know he's I, I don't person. think I need to see it just just to, no I'm going to show it to you he was like you're tri-. you know it's so funny maybe he it was, said that to trigger something it was a point but for me it was just like it's like an, a point to the white people who act so oblivious to the things that happen to black people like mm. you know no the police are just doing their job. Oh. No, he knew. But when you hear a white person say you're treating me like a black person, that means in his mind it's just like, no, nah, y'all supposed to let me go. Y'all just y'all supposed to just easily put me in handcuffs. Y'all, why you have me on this ground? Why y'all have me? You get what I'm saying? It was just one of those. You know what? Sometimes I know this sounds crazy, but I really, I really think that there's like an unspoken rule with white people. That they won't say out loud, they won't ever admit, like they are sworn to secrecy on some shit. And it's just like black people ain't shit and we gonna treat them like this for forever. Like it's like some unspoken shit that they just will never at outright admit. I mean, there's of course there's racist, there's people who, you know, hate us, all that cool shit. They'll they'll talk about it. But there's like a rule that they all have, you know what, despite you being a racist or not, they are less than us. Do you think it's just um Shit, what is the word that I want to say? I don't have it. I don't have it. Come back to it? Yeah, I'll come back to it. But, you know what it is? I think Amanda Seals always says, like, there are people who just happen to be white, and And those are the people who are white. And there's people who are white. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get those things. Yep. And then I also feel like there are some white people who literally just, like, don't know what to do. And oh they, yeah, they're just like, like they're I'd too rather, scared to take what whatever side instead and so, of taking it head on. They'd right. rather just let it go by. Facts, but that's black people too. There's a lot of black people like that that instead of addressing the issues that are going on around us or the the problems in our community or or that our community faces with other communities, they rather just be like, oh, I'm just worried about getting fly, going to work, taking care of me and mine. That's it. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of those. Absolutely. Um, it's just weird to me because it's just like it's all fun and games until this you or someone who you love Mm -hmm. (laughs) dies because of the shit that is going on in this world of this war against black people like Mm -hmm. you don't see this shit or you know like you don't see all of the little kids getting separated from their parents because their parents are immigrants that are getting deported like you know we can just gonna act like we don't see what the fuck is going on in this world like yeah some people just rather act oblivious in, instead of participate participating oh, requires too much energy for some people
This reminds me of those. Why people are crazy? This is a troll. He was a pedophile? Of course. So this... Mm, okay. All right. So we've gotten our background information. Basically. He's he's a pedophile. And you know what he's acting like? He's acting like those women that call the cops on black people and start crying when the cops are in their face telling them that they're wrong. Or like, no. it's always... That's the, I think that shit would make me square up with somebody. Yeah. Like, if I know I didn't do shit to you and you brought these tears... Nah, like that's gonna make you want to whoop somebody. That's that cry else. wolf shit. It, it's uh, it's terrible. You say you have all these problems, or black people are causing all these issues, and you're the one causing an issue, and we're gonna call you out about it. And all of a sudden, you got tears in your eyes. Right. Well, they're trying to make it a law now that if you call the cops on someone, but they're not doing anything harmful to you or to you someone to else, or blah, blah blah, you have to go to jail. I'm like, that needs to be a fucking yeah. law. Mm-hmm. Like. Let's stop having people die just because they was outside minding their own fucking business. Word. And you were just being nosy for the night or was scared for n- no reason. Because mm-hmm. you want to be on fucking neighborhood patrol, but niggas ain't even hire you for it. Well, remember like, the real estate agent who was showing a house and the woman told him, we don't want people like you in our neighborhood? He was hired to show that house to somebody. Let me tell you something. But <laughs> then in that situation, what didn't the cop pull up like, you're, you're you do this shit dick. again, uh-huh. I'm taking you to jail. Like, yeah. I want to see more of that. Like, stop playing with me, well, lady. It's going to be hard. Yeah. To see more of that. You know. Okay. Um, so I asked Instagram what are the topics that they want me to cover this week. And I got a few. And they look a little deep. How deep we talking? Like 10 minutes okay. each? <laughs> so let's start with let me see what do I want to start with oh a lot of them we actually went through okay do people really get over things or do we say we are just no longer do people get over things sorry y'all I typed this so late at night do people really get over things or do we say we are just to no longer seem weak I don't get over a lot of things and it's because I have um, obsessive behavior. Like, I'm the type of person where if something goes wrong, I'm constantly questioning why did it go wrong, and I'm replaying it different ways in my mind to try to figure out if I'm the one that, if I'm the reason, mm-hmm. or if it's just something that happened to me. And I'm, I'm the, <clears throat> ever since I was a kid, I've always just been the type of person who needs to know why things happen. And a problem with me is that I feel like there's a lot of people that are like that who just pretend like they don't give a shit because it's easier for them to pretend that to do that as opposed to exposing how they really feel and showing that they're human. Right. I feel like everybody feels different ways about stuff and stuff will bother me. You you know how I get when stuff is really bothering me. I will talk about that shit for hours mm-hmm. and be really upset about it. And then I'll be I won't talk about it after that. But sometimes you need to really get it out in order to be over it. And some people don't even have an outlet to do that. Yeah, I agree. I, I too have OCD thoughts <laughs> um, where I just 
I keep I keep a lot in and I don't like I internal internalize a lot of shit and I don't I don't really tell people the things I'm going through when I'm going through them or I, I guess I always try to like go through my own issues my own self and so I think I try to get over things like I I think things are just always in the back of your head. I just, I think there's a level of fucked upness when people do things. Right. And I think some things are like, oh, it's not that bad. And I think there are other things that like, yeah, maybe you could still be friends, but you ain't going to ever forget it. Okay. So uh, to touch on that, I'm the type of person that does give chances and that's a gift and a curse Mm -hmm. because chances mean you're giving the person ample opportunity to possibly disappoint you again right and something then after the first two times it's kind of like the disappointment is your own fault because you can't give a chances and yeah i agree i feel mm-hmm. like you know when people show you who they are mm-hmm. you know sometimes and it is a hundred percent as adults we need to understand that it is a hundred percent okay to cut somebody off and not tell them why yeah, I don't know. think that it's petty at all. Me if either. someone knows that they've wronged you or crossed you or done anything to you, and instead of you going in their face, being all loud and obnoxious, or or texting them something hateful, just quietly go about your life. Just clock out. Just and it's like, okay. You know what? And or me. even if you have had a conversation about it, y'all don't have to keep having conversations about it over and over again. Right. There's plenty of people I act like I never met them before, and yes. they need to understand that that's okay. Mm-hmm. We can all be adults now. We it's like a, you press a restart button. You have other friends to invest your energy in. You got family members. You got time. You got other things you have to do. And I feel like every three years we gotta kind of go through like a little cleanse cycle, like figure out who's gonna really be here when we forty five and right. celebrating our kids' graduations and shit. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not detrimental to my existence, why bother? Yeah, I agree. I feel like. And then also I feel like sometimes we give, we have too many excuses for other people. We're like, we have excuses for ourselves too. Th- that too. Mm-hmm. But like we will be like, you know, maybe they didn't mean it like that. Or maybe it was this or maybe that. And I truly, like I was telling my therapist, I was like, yo, I truly feel like people know what the fuck they doing when the fuck they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They probably just didn't give a fuck at that moment. Mm-hmm. But people know what they're doing. Only two times I'm going to explain to you why it grown is ass adults. why it is what you're doing hurt my feelings or why it is I don't like what you've done. Right. And once you do it the third time, it's kind of just like, all right, this is what you do. I agree. Yeah. 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 We, we, need to be, we need to start holding people accountable for their actions, especially friends. Like, your friends are not... like. A boyfriend or a girlfriend, like, it's still a learning process, but friends that have been in three, four years deep with you and know you or have come back into your life and know you, they know certain shit just don't fly with you. But some, And that's how you figure out. Sometimes what? Sometimes <laughs> I feel like we're a bit more harsh on our friends than our spouses. Girl, no. I be so... And... I don't be harsh on my friends at all. I've given some of my friends um teeth chances and then i've just had to say well god damn it bitch i'm giving niggas less chances than this yeah i (laughs) mean i've definitely had a friend where i told her look if we stop being friends after this we can't be friends again because to me it's just not even worth it like to me it's something where 
like that's gonna let me know like nah we're not supposed to be friends and it's cool like and i can't stand a friend who always put a man before her friends facts i don't have no friends like that no more so here goes that okay (laughs) (laughs) you have some questions when this is done (laughs) um i mean i just I don't feel like people ever forget about shit. I just think there are some things that you can, you know, just like if your man cheat on you or your girlfriend or something, and you know, it's, if y'all both do the work and y'all to go do counseling and blah blah, and then a year later you're back to like being together, you're never gonna forget what that person did, but Mm-mm. you did the work to move forward. Right. And so with that said, you kind of have to like. But if you know you have the personality type, like personality people with um personal like a personalities mm-hmm. and. People with obsessive personalities and people with like almost depressive person. If you know you don't have the type of let go and let God shit personality, then you need to just like really take your time and evaluate your situation with whomever it be. Because you drive yourself crazy That's trying to find fact. out why it is somebody hurt your feelings. And it's not okay. It's it's in your head you see it one way in their head they see it another way and in their head they probably do even see it your way and they just don't give a fuck accept it i agree i agree 100 percent. so what's the next question <laughs> the fear of vulnerability around your friends and family the fear and vulnerability the fear of vulnerability like being vulnerable oh my family is very uh non-emotional and I don't know who these people are sometimes. My mom wasn't like that, but my, no, my dad's super emotional. On my mother's side, they don't like to talk about anything. It's almost like every, oh, like nothing happened. Like, like shit happens, no, shit be but happening. nothing happens. And hellish. Whoa. Okay, so maybe TMI, but like, I had an uncle who died during the war from pneumonia. That they always said died from pneumonia, and his brother, or his brother, his son, which is my cousin told me like you know he was an introductory drug addict like he died from shooting up mm. but that's what everybody was doing when they were overseas because it was to numb the pain like but wasn't were weren't they telling people here that they died during the war no they told him what he died from he was in he was here when he died from pneumonia oh he was here he was he came oh. back oh. he was a drug addict he got hiv from shooting up and then when you get pneumonia, when you have, when you, when it develops into AIDS and you have pneumonia, that can kill you. Right. That's a lot of things that go wrong when you have AIDS. And they like, it's so many other things that can kill you besides the AIDS because your body just, your immune system is shot. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that'll happen or just like stuff with my mom and my dad that they, they'll have kept a secret for years. And I'm just like, you guys know I was there. I saw it. Right. Moan to eyes. <laughs> like I remember these things. We don't have to make like. It's almost like they try to distort my memory. So I'll come out and say certain things to my family and they'll just be like, they'll look at me like I have 10 heads. And I'm like, you know, it's okay to say these things. Or like with my siblings, I try to show them, especially because I have all boys. Oh, like, give me a hug. I love you. I give them a kiss on the cheek. I tell them they look handsome. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be vulnerable with your family sometimes in order to show them that we love each other. Agreed. And I feel like the problems with black families, especially, is that the love they'll say the love will be there, it's brotherly love and all that good shit. But like, they I don't know how to you got be... a roof over your head. Exactly, it's always that snippy, smart ass mm-hmm. love. It's not that affectionate love. It's not that kind and caring love. Everything got to be an underhanded joke or an undermined compliment. Mm-hmm. No, let's just be. Oh, you look nice today. 
there's sarcasm behind that. No, you look nice today. Right. Like every time I tell my sister, oh, you look pretty. She, Thanks. It's so monotone. And well, I'm she's just a teen. Though. I don't give you a know. shit. Like I wasn't like that. <laughs> like I want to, I want them to feel as comfortable with saying things and doing things from now. So that way when they're older and they're in a relationship or, and they have other people around them, the person's not like, you're so closed in. Oh my God, right. I can't take you. You don't know how to hug me. You don't cuddle with me at night. Like stuff like that develops. Yeah, that's true. From not showing kids affection. Mm-hmm. They feel like that shit is abnormal. That is true. Or may see it as mm-hmm. someone smothering them or just like, uh-huh. they're just like, no, I'm just trying to love you. Nope. My, mo- no. my mother's mother definitely smothered us and I appreciate her for that. Mm hmm. And she, she type called me Pookie Pie and all kinds of stuff. Like she baby talked me. It was it was that kind of love. But I can appreciate that because I didn't get that from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I have people in my family who don't say I love you to each other. Mm. I have people in my family that don't call each other, or like they're not comfortable with talking about personal things and relationships and stuff because they feel like that's something you should be talking about with your friends. Right. So. Yeah, I. I think I just started being, like, vulnerable, especially with, like, maybe, like, my mom and my siblings. Um, a few years ago, my mom went through something, like, super, super duper heartbreaking. And before that, we did not have – we had a good relationship, but it wasn't, like – it was kind of, like, mom-daughter always butting his, always, like, never on the same page, like, shit like that. And I don't know, ever since, like – she went through what she went through. I kind of just was like, hey, hey. I knew I had to, like, pour a lot of love into her and, like, just understand that even when I think she's being annoying, she is my mom. She wants the best for me. Like, stop. And you're her only girl. Yeah. And, like, stop writing the shit off that she said. It was just a lot of things. And so, and now I just, she had, like, she, she was, like, depressed. And it was just a lot of stuff. And I just knew it was just like, all right, don't be rolling your eyes. Don't be doing all that dumb shit. Say I love you before you get off the phone. Like, even my brothers, like, I have to be like, I love y'all. And they be like, love you too. And I said, no, say I love you, not love. Like, what the fuck is a love you? Like you can't be particular. About no, it, but <laughs> but those to but those are things that you have to imagine you dating a man and you constantly like I love you and he's just like love you too. No, I love you. Say it. You're the sister. I would hope that you just maybe. See no, they- I'll tell them to say it so they can say it to their wives. Both my brothers married, so don't be texting your wives love you too. No, don't nobody wants to read love you too. Oh, God forbid they do L-U-V-U, the number two. And they probably do. <laughs> and that's some lazy like, shit. But uh, another thing is, when I was growing up, I thought my family was perfect. And I don't, I don't really have a big family. I'm talking about, like, my mom's side, with, like, my aunts, my grandma's, blah, blah. I did not know that there was so much beef in my family. And, like, yeah. that, like... My mom wasn't getting along with my grandma at some point. Like, really was not talking to each other. Or, like, my aunt and my mom did not like each other for a certain amount of time. Like, there's so many things that I just had no clue of. And it's so funny. I'm literally... No, I was nosy. I'm just now learning things at 29. I'm like, damn. Because I got this one auntie who is like, she gives me the tea. The back in the day tea. And I'm just (laughs) like... Like, literally, I have my mouth open and I'm just like... You would have never 
known. Like, the shit that was going on. But that's all, I feel like that's all families, but you, to a certain extent, sometimes it's okay to just talk about it. Yeah. Like, you can joke, you can make a joke about some things after a certain amount of time. Like, there's a statute of limitations on, on beef. And it's like once mm-hmm. it, once we've reached this many years, all right, we can jo- we can tell jokes about it now. Well, not everybody's good, but every once in a while, someone to say something smart, mm-hmm. and I'll think about like a story that I've been told from my aunt or from my mom, saying like that. Oh, I'm like, yeah, okay, I know, yeah. I know where this like where the connection is with this. My dad loves to tell the story about how I got fed up with his ass and literally stormed out the house and ran up the block, and he like ran after me and picked me up and brought me back into the house. How old were you? I was like. 15. <laughs> wow. I was so dramatic, I know, but I was so fed up with his shit. My dad's a Libra, I'm an Aries. I don't know if that helps y'all yeah. at all. It was, it was a rough childhood. But he was wrong, and he was wrong a lot. And, like, now that I'm an adult, he was able to tell me, like, you know, I really appreciate you being the person that you are because had I had a different daughter or a different kind of daughter, I don't know how I would have done it. Because I was the type to tell him, like, you sound crazy right now. Like, you, you don't want me to go to this place because why? It's during the day. You know where I'm going. You know what time I'm coming home. You know that I have to go to work after. Like, it was just like, I you would were give, advanced. I, I gave my like, father, you know, I know where you what. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I gave my father a breakdown of everything at all times. So mm-hmm. I was able to do a lot of things because I knew how to move with adults. Like, you have to tell them where, you, like I tell myself all the time, tell them where you're going, tell them what time you're going to come yeah, back, yeah. tell them what route you're taking, make sure they have a phone number, an emergency contact. They will let you do whatever the hell you want to do. That is a And fact. he got so mad that I finagled the system that he was just telling me no for no reason at a certain point. And I was like, I got my own, my own need this shit. I was working. I didn't care. Me and him had a really, he's like, you know, I never had a problem with you dressing like a hoe. I never had a problem with you coming home with bad grades. I never had, I was like, oh, I now I'm, like, glad, what? I'm glad that, <laughs> no, that was the thing. No, for real. My father was so scared I would be dressing like super like sex, hypersexualized. Uh-huh. And he was just so grateful that I was a chill no, work, like hardworking teenager. And he yeah. was just, now I'm just happy that he was man enough to tell me that mm-hmm. like as an adult. He's like, you know, you have your own place. You know, you take care of your family. You do what you have to do. I wish I was like that. For him to tell me that really helped yeah. with a lot of things. Because you feel closure. appreciated. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I felt, like, I felt like he didn't have those. He didn't do what I did. Like, he ran out my grandmother in $20,000 in credit card debt. Jesus. In college. Christ. So... He definitely didn't do, had the early 20s that I did. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just Be vulnerable with your family. If you got siblings, show them love. Don't ignore them. Yeah, hugs and kisses. If your and- grandmama is still alive, take her to brunch every once in a while. Grandma's Y'all see me <laughs> every Saturday taking my grandma. Grandma's out. love brunch. If mm-hmm. you need to have a tantrum in front of your family, fuck it, start crying, yell. It's okay. And also, I want to add, it's really important for you to spend time with your elders. Like, I truly believe that. Like, so my first job was in a nursing home, and I was like sixteen. I was in Texas for the summer, and I was bussing tables and. 
the people who like never got any visit or whatever used to just be like, no one cares about me. Nobody loves me. Like there's this one lady who used to cuss. She would cuss you clean the fuck out and you ain't did shit to her. Like, but you she know, was she sad. was just angry cause she didn't have anybody mm-hmm. and she just wanted attention. And you know, I, I feel like there are times where like we forget about our grandparents or our great, great aunts or whatever. And we only see them on holidays and like, please take them out. Like do things with them, spend time with them. Cause they truly do think that we've forgotten about them. And sometimes mm-hmm. in their mind, they're like, do you know what I did for you? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I sacrificed so much for you and I barely see you blah blah blah. I was like they love being around kids. Like they mm-hmm. love just being outside and like feeling young. And I also feel like that stops things like Alzheimer's. And because you Dimension. know, a lot of them are retired and they're just sitting in the house all day and it's like the same thing is going on. They don't have shit to do. Ain't nobody visited them. Like of course they're gonna get these diseases because like they're not They're not mentally stimulated. Right. And so yeah, if you got some grandparents or something, y'all live in the same state, take them out. See them, like, once a month or something. Or, or something. adopt a grandparent. Find an old oh, person yeah, that don't have... They do that. Find an old... If you don't have a grandma or grandpa anymore or you just never knew them, find an old person and spend some time with them. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do that. Just like they have the Big Brother program, they have, like, an adopted grandparent. Right. Or pick them up some groceries. You know, me and Dawn is our grandma's bitches. So I was like, oh you my know. God. I'd be like, I'm going to give you your gas money back. You no, know. you're not. It's okay. I, I like, I definitely get. I just need something from BJ's real quick. It's never real quick in BJ's. Ever. <laughs> but it's just like, you do it because yeah. you know that that person, mm-hmm. like, has just done so much for you and your family. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I feel like a lot of the other things were things that were in the news already. Current events we talked about. Yeah. Okay. So here is my therapy update. Um, so last week, my therapist helped me come to the conclusion that I have issues with confrontation. Like, confrontation makes me feel uncomfortable. And it does. Like, I don't like... I don't like arguing. If I could not argue with someone, I don't want to fucking do it. Or if I have already made it up in my mind that, like, I'm not going to be your friend no more, your lover, or whatever it may be, I have no conversation for you. But my therapist was like, sometimes it's important for us to let people know how they have affected us. And I was like, I never thought about it like that because in my mind, People just don't give a fuck. They're just doing what they want to do. And so that's why I just felt like, if to me, like, I always had this attitude, like, if it's fuck me, then it's fuck you. My therapist was like, no. I get what you mean, but not all the time. Like, sometimes you need to tell people, you need to confront people. And you need to feel comfortable confronting people. Um, and it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. Like, it's okay to feel the way you feel. But you're not going to stop feeling like that if you don't confront the situation at hand. Um, And so I guess over the next few weeks, we're going to work on me confronting people. But I, I, I don't, I, it's been a while since I've been in a situation where I've had to confront someone, but I guess. 
the next time I do, I'll feel comfortable. Because I just sweep shit under her. I just be like, fuck it and fuck you and go about my life. But she said that's not healthy and I need to work on that. So that's basically like all we talked about in the appointment. My next appointment is tomorrow. So I'll give you guys an update next week. Um, and yeah, so let them know where they can find you, Dawn. Honestly, do I have to? I don't have no appointment, y'all. None. That was rude. <laughs> All right, it's uh at underscore d a w n i x x. If you call, just call me Dawn. It's okay. Yeah, don't call her Donix. Yeah. She don't like Donix. Um, so don't do that. Like, just, she... please just call me Dawn. It's just easy. It's four letters. It's right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, it really her name was supposed to be pronounced oh, as Donice. <laughs> you get it, Donix, Donice. Yes. So I was being extra. I was like eighteen. She thought people was gonna get it, but, but I have not did. changed my Instagram name either since we started. I'm never gonna change. I think we started Instagram together. Like we was friends. We had no, to be friends. No, we weren't. No, no, we weren't. It was right before. I think so. Yeah, it was before. Y'all know where y'all can find me. I think that's it, because I'm tired. Where? Gotta get out. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.